Welcome everybody to the Stone Down Sports Podcast. My name is Matt. Really happy to be here with you tonight. It is finally here. We are in championship week. And who better to help you prepare for that than us? (laughs) As always, I'm flanked here by these two experts, Kyle and Ramey. Ramey, even though you and I don't have a team in the championship, and and I likely should, but we're not going to continue to to beat that dead horse. Yeah. This is what you do it for. It's put up or shut up time. It's time to go get paid. All the bragging rights are on the line. Like you said, flags fly forever. So this is the week. If you're in it, do whatever you can to, to try to get a victory, whether that means something unconventional or sticking with what you've been rolling with all year that's made you successful. So don't be afraid to take chances. And and there's a lot of injuries this week too. So some of those guys that may have gotten you there um, may not be available or may be limited. So it's best to keep that in mind too. Keep an eye on um, the injury reports as we get closer to Saturday, even tonight, um, uh, and then Sunday slate of games. So uh, it's not the time to sit back and, and hope for the best. You want to be active and you want to make sure that you're making the right moves to try to get yourself that championship so you can brag all summer long. So, yeah. Kyle, how are you doing tonight? No swears. Doing great. Doing, now I'm trying not to. Um, you mentioned I'm, I'm, I'm also not in a championship week either, so. All three of us uh, suck. We, I guess. Yep. We suck. Hi, we're experts that suck. <laughs> I am helping my brother with his team. He's in championship week. I was just on the phone with him before the podcast. I I got to look at a few things and and maybe I can get him his first championship before, before I get myself a championship. Uh, <laughs> That'd be amazing. Uh, right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, this is what you do it for. You know, of all the unimportant things in life. Fantasy football is the most important, you know. <laughs> this is Dungeons and Dragons for football fans. All right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we got Captain Spock in the uh, chat. It's championship week. Time to kick some major butt. Put on the steel-toed boots. Yep. Yep. Time to is. time to stomp a mud hole and walk it dry. <laughs> yeah. uh... And. And supersonic loud boy in the house again go blue so excited monday five o'clock eastern i am so ready Can't for wait. that game i know yeah i've got a big game coming up they're what one and a half point favorites uh, Gosh, that's that what it is now question i haven't I believe, looked in a i haven't looked in like i believe that's week. what it was one and a yeah. half eh last i checked i don't hate it yep <clears throat> total of 45 Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. You, you think that'll go over that total, or do you think it's going to be like a twenty-four twenty kind of game? I think it's going to be a close yeah. game. I yeah, close I, game. I think it'll be close to um, Michigan's defense. So, dude, like they've been shutting everybody down all year. Yeah. Alabama's kind of playing with house money, though. So. Yeah, they are. They got gifted we'll their spot. Yeah. They the the thing about the Wolverines is they haven't seen a quarterback like Milrow yeah. this year. So we'll see True. how they do with him. It's it's gonna. I mean, he's not super um, great, but God, he's gifted. He can do a lot of things that we just have not fucking seen. So, oh, uh, let's roll into it. Bam! We almost made it. Oh, hold on. What you got? Oh, Tilly coming to us from Twitch. Please help. Oop. He's shit. Damn it. I don't know what happened. I know what happened. 
I'm in the championship, and Russ is being sat. Jarrett Stidham, Flacco, Tyrod, or Jake Browning. He needs to. Oh, man. Yeah, Tyrod did look better, but against the Rams, I don't really like him. Definitely Flacco, right? Against the Jets? I don't care. I don't know. I don't care. The way he's been throwing the ball. Wow. I mean, all four of those aren't great. Yeah. I'm just trying the best two. I'm just trying the best two. And I still think Flacco will throw the ball 40 times. No Cooper. I don't think he will. I don't think he's going to put it up that much just because that the way to beat the Jets is on the ground. I think this, you know, Jerome Ford and and Kareem Hunt are going to be showcased tonight. Um, Jarrett Stidham is is kind of intriguing. Jesus. Going up against the Chargers at home. He looked halfway decent in limited time last year with the Raiders. Um, and then Jake Browning against Kansas City. I don't really want to, especially on the road. Tyrod. So he's going to be the starter from for here on out. And, you know, Tommy DeVito had his little run. Um, He's looked serviceable, but yeah, none of these are are really great. I'm going to go with Stidham and and he has Brissett as another option too. That change your mind? I didn't even know Cooper was out. I didn't either. Yeah, he is. I just, I just, yeah, I just looked. He's out. Yeah, Yeah. Brissett has looked competent over the past couple weeks. Well, let me tell you a story about Jacoby Brissett. Oh God. He will look competent for a couple of weeks, and then he will not look good at all. Just needing to be competent one fucking week, yeah. presumably one week. Yeah, against the Niners' defense. So I say I'm going to go with Stidham for sure. <clears throat> Jake Browning I'll take if Chase plays. If he doesn't play, I'll start Tyron. That sounds like a good plan. I mean, it's it's making the best of a bad situation, I think. And I'm sorry. Yeah, I I said Flacco right away. Didn't care about the Jets, but I did not know Amari was out until two minutes ago. Boy, that makes somebody's deuce pick look a lot better than it did earlier today. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Good luck, Tilly, with your matchup. Thanks for joining us through the Twitch there. If you give us a follow on there, we'd really appreciate it. Good luck, man. Kevin AK, ooh, Kevin AKAK Dizzle. What's up, man? It's got Brees and Cleveland's defense in full PPR, followed by ARSB Laporta CD on Saturday. Five guys before Sunday. Let's go. How do we feel about Cleveland minus seven and a half tonight? Well, it's down to six and a half on DK right now. Um, but when like- you have when you have a game with such a low total, I'm very hesitant to lay that many points. Mm-hmm. Especially now that Amari Cooper is out, and, and I imagine that's why the, the line moved there a little bit. That's still a big nut to cover against a damn good Jets defense. I'm damn. gonna I'm gonna disagree with you. Um at six and a half. At seven and a half, I was hesitant, but now that it's under a touchdown, this feels like it's gonna be like a 
17 to three type of game. They're just going to get through and they're going to win. I, I don't think the Browns are going to score a ton of points, but the jets can't score anything unless they're playing the commanders and they're not <laughs> playing the commanders tonight. They're playing the Browns defense. I just, I don't think the, Oh, it just went back up to seven. Um, <laughs> somebody must be Jeez. listening to me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Ramey's moving the market. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, seven. I, I don't like it all. Um, no, I, I, uh, I would bump that down to six and a half and then I'd be much more comfortable with it. I don't, I don't think the jets have the ability to keep it within a touchdown offensively, defensively. Sure. And I do think it's going to be a low scoring game, but I think it's going to go over a touchdown. What do you think, Kyle? It's going to be a close one. This could be 13 to 10. <laughs> Cleveland. I, I think if I'm doing anything, I'll, I'll bet the under and stay away yeah. from that line. That's a good point. It's a good question, yep. though, Kevin. What are your thoughts? Well, he's getting some thoughts. Captain says Cleveland is ranked number one ex- uh, expert consensus rankings this week on fantasy pros. Fantasy pros got to be. Mm-hmm. Um. All right, Lions. While we're waiting, Ooh. I'm excited. It's the only Saturday game, night game on the road in Dallas. And they're really, really, Dallas is just so damn good at home. You know, I love the Lions in this game, but I worry. I don't. I worry. <laughs> I, I think they're going to go into Dallas and, and I think they're going to win. This is their year. Um, and, and just kind of looking at the game, one of the matchups that really stuck out to me is ARSB in the slot going against Jordan Lewis. He is going to abuse the shit out of him. The Cowboys play man like 63, 64% of the time. And they've kind of been mid pack against wide receivers here as of late. I think he is going to do fantastic. Not a fan of Laporta, though, on the other side this week. Uh, Marquise Bell has been amazing in coverage this year. And I think that that Laporta is going to have his work cut out for him. I think it's going to be a, a good game. I, I don't know how I feel about it going over 52 and a half. I, I think I would go under that. And I think Detroit squeaks one out. I, I'm curious how you got Dallas playing man 60 some percent of the time. I got him like 42% of the time and cover three 38% of the time. Here's where you're getting your stuff from. Where I'm getting so while you guys from. are figuring that out, um, <laughs> I'm I, like, it's, I, a big di- it's a big difference. That's all I was wondering. Dallas is a different team at home, as everybody's talked about. They score 38 some odd points at home, as opposed to just over 21 on the road, I believe. And the Detroit secondary, we've hammered it all year long. Um, Dak's probably going to have a really good game. The matchup I'm curious about is uh, Monty and Gibbs against that Dallas run defense. Unless they just, de- unless Dan Quinn decides to move Micah Parsons over to middle linebacker, the Mike linebacker spot um, on first and second down to try to help with the run. Jonathan Hankins is still out for the Cowboys. They can't stop a nosebleed on the ground. And I think Gibbs and Monty are going to feast on that. And that's why I think it could potentially be under because Detroit's going to look to run the ball and kind of control the clock um, just because that's the weakness of that Dallas defense. Absolutely. And when Detroit's line is fully healthy, they're the best offense in the league, period. Um, I think the way to beat Dallas is on the ground. You're, You're right. Love Monty, love Gibbs. Um, And here's the thing 
<clears throat> even by keeping the ball on the ground and, and keeping the clock running, they're still a big play offense. They bust yep, off chunk right. runs every single game. And Kyle, I, yep. I dropped the link to my information there in the private chat. Okay, then I'll check that he out. He cited his source. Alrighty. Um, man, it's they're still split there. Like Monty, since the week nine by 111 touches, Gibbs 101. Um, it's still split. They're both electric. Um, Monty's probably going to, you know, got more touchdown upside, but God, Gibbs, he's just got showcased. He showcases a ceiling for fantasy, you know, a lot of weeks and you're just amazed by how fast he is. Maybe you guys know this because you certainly follow the lines a lot closer than I do, but I wonder if how they worked Gibbs into the offense was by design this year, by not using him a whole lot at the beginning of the year so that he wouldn't hit that rookie wall and that he'd be fresh at this time of year. Because we talked about it on Tuesday after Monty got hurt and after Gibbs came back from his injury, he really took off and they are using him a hell of a lot more than they did at the beginning of the season. I wonder how much of that is by design. And they thought we'll ride Monty these first few games while, while we kind of ease Gibbs into the offense. And then once he's comfortable and he's, he feels the NFL game, um, we're going to set him loose. I, yeah. I got to imagine a lot of that is by design. You look earlier in the year, he was seven, eight carries, um, you know, except for the Atlanta game when, when Monty was out and, and he had to start, he missed a couple games with injury. Um, but when he come back, he's been a, a consistent anywhere from, you know, 11, 14. Uh, he had 26 carries in the start against Vegas when uh, they're on Monday night football. So, Look, he's shown he can he, he can handle it thus far. He's not the biggest dude in the world. He, you know, five nine, about two bills. Um, but he's just he's so quick and, and so electric and, and so fast. He's one of those dudes that can make you miss in a phone booth, and the next thing you know, he's just gone. Yeah. Yep. I I if that if Detroit's offensive line is healthy, uh, I know somebody was off yesterday decker or something was out and didn't practice but as long as they're good they've kind of chicago and minnesota they ran successfully against them those are two teams that have kind of stoned the run uh this year or at least recently um chicago's defense has gotten so much better um i think they're gonna be able to run the ball in dallas i think so too just i don't think it'll be 200 to... yards but i i think they'll no. run the ball <clears throat> Just uh, for you fantasy owners, not that you would even consider benching CeeDee Lamb with this matchup, but he's averaging 104 yards and seven touchdowns in seven home games this year. Um, so he is he's good anywhere you play him, but he's really good at home, and as is Dak, and that's part of the reason why they score so many points when they're at home. Dude, I don't give two shits where they play. CD's going for yeah. like 202. It, it just, <laughs> that's the state of, of Detroit secondary right now. It is what it is. <laughs> yeah. um, that's and how you beat just, Detroit is through the air because you're not going to do it on the ground. Yeah. And CD needs three catches to break Michael Irvin's uh, team record of 111 for the season. So, but how many hookers has he been caught with? <laughs> <laughs> well, he's still got a ways to go. On uh, right. Since the week seven bye for Dallas, Lamb leads all re receivers and targets per game at 12 1, uh, second receptions per game, 8 3, and second receiving yards per game at 105 4. Yeah. He's, he's, he's good. He's had he's, a touchdown yeah. in seven straight games. 
Yeah, we got Kevin in here again. He thinks Cleveland's going to win and cover. Just can't see the Jets doing anything. Wilson's going to get doubled, and Brees is going to get the box stacked. He's explosive. He gets a lot of, of dump-offs, and, and that's right. He had just, what was it, like 12 grabs last week or just something ridiculous like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, props to Trevor Simeon for getting the ball to his yeah. playmakers. So, yeah. Kevin said uh, that was a dirty hit on Hawkinson last week. Who was that? Kirby Joseph or something? Or Jerry Jacobs? So. One of those two. He did hit him low there, took out his legs. And it, I mean, it definitely caught the hit, definitely caused the injury. Oh, for sure. I won't use the word dirty. Of course. <laughs> I don't really like TJ Hawkinson anymore because he bashed the Lions on his way out the door. So, sucks to be you. Karma's a bitch. It's easy to do. <laughs> he thinks Dallas is going to win by a TD. They're elite at home. You're absolutely right. They are elite at home. Um, I, I, Detroit's just, they're on a mission right now. And and I think this is where they kind of get over the hump and they silence some doubters. They bookend the season with huge wins on the road. They opened in Kansas City and won there. And, and they're going to come here in, in week 17 into Dallas and, and show them how we play football in the Motor City. And uh, I like Ferguson this week, too. He's a tight end that you're definitely starting against Detroit. He's had eight targets in four cons- the last four, four consecutive games. Um, that's volume. You need it. Uh, the only tight ends with more targets in the last four weeks are Evan Ingram and, and, and Najoku. So, and Detroit's 21st in what, yards per target. They got a, 20, uh, a 23rd and touchdown rate to tight ends. They allow almost 53 yards a game to tight ends, 22nd in the league. He could score. I don't want him to, but he definitely could. I, I fire up all the Dallas pass catchers. If you've got definitely. to run Brandon Cooks out there, do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Switching gears. Raiders at Colts. Yeah. Raiders at Colts, Ramey. Yes. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Oh, geez. So, uh, Indy's coming off a loss uh, against Atlanta. Raiders are coming off that big victory on Christmas Day against the Chiefs. The Raiders' defense has been the best defense in the league since Antonio Pierce has taken over. Um, they're only giving up about, I think it's it's 13 points a game. So, oh, it's 15. I'm sorry. I can't read my own writing. So, um, but that defense is legit. The key for the Colts, do not turn the goddamn ball over. Score 17 points and you'll probably win the game. So <laughs> it's really Garner Minshew loves to turn the ball over. Um, we've talked about it. Um, he holds onto the ball a little too long and he's kind of he's he's very up and down as all year long. Um, Jonathan Taylor's looking healthy. Michael Pittman practiced today. Um, Braden Smith, the the right tackle for the Colts, uh, was a full t- participant in practice today. So they are getting a little bit healthier. Um, they lost uh, Justin Blackman. They're they're kind of standout uh, fourth year safety. Um, who's finally playing up to his potential. So they lost him uh, for the regular season. So they've got uh, Nick Cross playing in there. So the secondary is susceptible, but again, that's kind of the weakness of the Raiders. They've got Aiden O'Connell, who is having a decent rookie year, but he's a 26-year-old rookie who's throwing just over 60% completion percentage. Um, He's got uh, nine touchdowns and eight interceptions. So he's very average um, for that receiving core. Um, I think it really just comes down to managing the the turnovers, not turning the ball over, being okay with three and outs, and and that 
line is probably about right. I, I don't, I know that some of us think it's going to go over, um, but I wouldn't be shocked to see it again, go under that 43 and a half total Colts need this. Both, both teams are technically in playoff contention. The Colts really need this one, or it's kind of a kind of the season's kind of over for them. So for sure. Kevin back Vegas coach deserves the job. He's a dog. You are absolutely right. He had yeah, that. It, it watching that defense play last week. It, I'm yeah. not a huge defensive guy, but that was just fun. They mm-hmm. they're physical as hell. Ramey, you talked about the turnovers being the key to the game. I think something to it. I even wrote it down as the X factor is Pittman. Yep. You know, if, if he plays, I, I like Indy. If he doesn't, I would probably backtrack on that a little bit. Sure. Um, I don't have a whole lot of confidence in, in Farva being able to come in to Indy and, and dominate. <laughs> um, JT, I, I think he's a, a low running back one, high running back two. Raiders have been pretty stingy against the run over the last five games. Um, they've only allowed 100 total rushing yards once. So we'll see how that plays out. I think, though, just again, like Pittman being in there is going to be key, and you don't want Uncle Rico chucking it 40 times. I don't care <laughs> if it's at home. That is not a winning formula for nope. the Colts. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it'll yeah. be fun. So Jonathan Taylor's played the Raiders with the Colts the last three seasons, and he's gone over 100 yards each time he's played them. 62 carries for 405 yards and four touchdowns. He's a big key to this game, too. And I know that Raiders defense is playing really well. But if they're going to win, you're absolutely right. We've talked about it before. Minshew needs to be in the 25 to 28 attempt range. Um, Anything over 30, and that spells disaster for the Colts. So, (laughs) But, I mean, I I talk – I – I go back and forth because I really talked down on Garner Minshew, but he's done, I mean, he's done so much more than anybody could expect in that position as, as a quarterback. So I need to adjust my expectations a little bit. I really, I'm thankful that he was there to be able to take them as far as they have, but also we need to know his limitations and make sure that the Colts game plan for that. Maybe he won't be on the field very much because the Raiders just, they just want to run the football and play. Yeah. Great defense. Um, the Raiders are road underdogs. Colts have been kind of leaky against the run the last five games. What are they? 4.8 yards per carry to running backs, mm-hmm. 29th in the league since then. Um, Josh Jacobs was, uh, what, an estimated non-participant uh, mm-hmm. for the walkthrough today. So maybe Zamir White gets another day in the sun. Um, he looked He's looked good, good the past two weeks. Yeah, he looked very good last uh-huh. week for sure. But if he if Jacobs misses time, you know, I like Samir White again this week against the Colts. Yeah. And the weakness of that Raiders defense is the run game. They've allowed more than 120 yards a game. Yeah. Um, they've almost allowed 2,000 yards rushing this year as a defense in whole. Now knowing that they've gotten better over the last uh, eight weeks or so, um, but also uh, the last five matchups between these two teams, the road team has won each time. Yeah. And the Colts aren't Definitely. particularly good at home. You think Devontae Adams rebounds from last week's just abysmal showing? I do. I don't think he'll go off by any means, but I think he'll have a more Devontae. I think he'll have like a six for 80 and a touchdown, something like that. I kind of like Jacoby Myers this week too. Yeah. Yeah. The Colts play 
cover three at the highest rate in the league and Devonta Adams eats it and it gets even better with O'Connell actually under center 36% of the targets and 58% of the air yards um, against cover three for Adams. So I don't know. Here's maybe low dealing flex this week, I guess he needs to get in the end zone. What are you cheesing about? You froze. Oh, did I? Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Great. Oh, You're yep. Back. The symbol's up. Great. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm. it. Fucking bullshit. <laughs> Downs, I don't expect anything from him. He did have nine targets last week, but um, the, he the, Raiders had to. Are, are, the Raiders are damn good against uh, receivers, slot receivers. Um, yeah, I wouldn't go with that either. All right. Mm-hmm. What else we got? Uh, just one couple of, couple of other things. Um, Steichen is trying to become the fifth consecutive non-interim coach for the Colts to make the playoffs in his first season. Oh, wow. So, hmm. yeah, which is weird. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, oh. Minshew is six and five this year as a starter, and he needs, if he gets one more win, that'll be the most wins he's ever had as a starter in a season. So, oh, shit. Jacksonville. Ramey yep. digging deep. Yep. Digging deep. Yep. Yep. Pittman's 99 receptions this season are more than the Colts' next two receivers have combined. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Hmm. Josh Downs has 63 and Alec Pierce has 31. Yeah. It's Pittman or bust. I, Matt, you hit the nail on the head. Outside of the, turnover, outside of the turnovers or on par with the turnovers, Pittman's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was great. Yeah, well, that, that was, was a really disaster. Good what the fuck was he then doing this podcast then? Yep. Oh God. Just would have been a bitch fest. All right. Yeah. Let's go. Let let let's move on. They did write <laughs> the ship and and get the right coach in there though. Thank God for they sure. didn't go with him full time. That was a good hire. Stike. Yeah. Great hire. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh let's see. Dolphins travel to Baltimore. Ugh. This game, I just don't know how it's gonna go. I, I still With expect Waddle. a decent game from Lamar. Waddle's out, right? Yeah, and I think the last I know this, the the Ravens are much better than they are now. But the last time Tua and the Dolphins played them, I think Tua threw five, six touchdowns. Six touchdowns. Yeah. Yep. So. Yep, so he's that. shown that he can do it, but again, this defense is much better than it was the last time they played. So. Yeah, that was uh, that combined for eighty points. He threw for six touchdowns. For 469 in Baltimore last year. But yeah. the Baltimore's defense last year is not what it is this year. Um, no. And and Tua had a healthy Jalen Waddle. Um and and Jacecki, a tight end who was involved in the offense too. Don't don't forget about that. He had a good yeah. game that that game as well. So um I expect Lamar to have a, a still pretty damn good game. Um the pressure is going to get to him. Miami steadily climbed up to third in pressure rate, 42%. And they now lead the NFL with a sack rate of 9.3%, which I was shocked to learn. Yep. He's going to be under duress. He better. But you saw the other night, he just spins out of it, runs out of it, makes a play with his legs, gets some, gets some area to throw, makes a play with his arm. Love it. Mm-hmm. Kevin, how should I feel about ARSB to finish with most most catches in the league, assuming Keenan outrests the season? CD one hundred nine, Tyreek one hundred six, ARSB one hundred six, and Pittman ninety nine. Is this Kevin? Did you have the bet about that? Is that what it was? 
yeah. the other night. Pittman ain't going to pass him. Tyreek, I think he's good. They're going to bracket the shit out of him. He's going to be double and triple team all day tomorrow. He's still like, it's not like they're not going to throw to him, but I think he's going to be entirely big play dependent. CD is the biggest competition for you in this, but damn, ARSB just gets fed constantly. Yeah, I, I'd feel good about it. Um, I think CD is obviously the favorite. He's got you know a, a little bit of a lead here over the past couple of weeks, but if I was going to take anybody out of that group to overtake him, it would be ARSB. So would you be worried about that bet if the Lions go down and beat the Cowboys and lock up the number two seed? I know a lot of things would have to happen, but there's a chance ARSB wouldn't play in week 18, right? So right now, they're not eliminated for the number one seed. Uh, assuming both you know Detroit, Philly, and, and San Fran win this weekend, it's still up for grabs next week. Okay, It is? Yeah. They all have the same record. If Detroit wins out and Philly and, and San Fran each lose oh, okay. a game. Oh, you, you may. Okay. Earlier you said like Detroit lost Dallas one. I thought you said, no. so I was confused. No, I, I said, yeah. oh yeah. I said, if Matt, did, Matt did like okay. they must beat Dallas to, to have a shot. Yeah. At the number one. See? Yeah, for sure. Um, Kevin says they'll probably uh, sit their starters. It, it could happen. I, I think it would be smart of Dan Campbell to rest some starters. If there's no chance for the one seed and everything's wrapped up in you. Yeah. Whether you're going to play the, Seahawks yeah. or the Rams or whoever. Yeah. So um, look at Hendon Hooker. Back to this. Back. <laughs> yeah, Hendon Hooker. Back I don't like Tua this. this week. I don't really like Tua this week, though. Yeah. Not against you, Baltimore's defense. You talked about the Miami defense since week five. Uh, Miami's defense is best in the NFL with uh, just over 15, allowing just over 15 points a game. So they've, they've, been, they've, they've been, played they've been a lot much better. better. Oh, dude, Ramsey has been amazing mm -hmm. since he come back. Absolutely amazing. Yep. I worry about. I know the offensive line for Miami still banged up. I don't. I haven't. I didn't look at the injuries for them yet, but that could be a concern this week. I just, man, how do you feel about Gus Edwards? I think he. I mean, you're you're going to start him if you have to, but you're you're hoping for a touchdown. Definitely. Yeah, 11 you of his 12 to touchdowns are within the five, the five yard line. 11 of 12. Uh, well, Miami's been pretty good at, at defending backfields, allowing 3.81 yards per carry, eighth in the league. Um, they've allowed just two rushing touchdown to running backs over the last eight games, both of them coming in the same game. Baltimore's rushed playing for, well. Yeah. Baltimore's rushed for at least 100 yards in 31 straight games. That's pretty so good. Gotta, so we got a strength versus strength, strength versus strength. But yeah, <laughs> I'm looking at Miami's run game, though, like on paper, it's a tough ass matchup. But you look what San Francisco was able to do last week. Um, 121 yards, 6.7 yards a carry. Now, granted, it, it, it's Christian McCaffrey. And you've got to understand that there's some some garbage time worked in there as well. But, I mean, they still did it. Mostert is one of the most explosive running backs in the league, and, and A-Chan is right there with him. 
Moster's been great for you all season long. You're you're not going to sit him. I think you need to temper expectations a bit this week. I think he's a, a mid running back too. Achan is a, a high upside flex. He's not been what he was earlier in the season, and, and he's missed some time due to injury. And I imagine that's that's sapped a little bit from him as well. But you know, at the same time, we've also seen just exactly what he can do with the ball, even on limited touches. I doubt you've got better options. Yeah. Yep. That's true. Got a question in the chat. George play is back. Welcome back, George. He needs a defense for this week. Bears, Raiders, Eagles, Broncos, Rams, or Chiefs. Okay. Right. I'm going to eliminate the Broncos immediately. Are you against the Chargers? Yeah. Okay. I like the Bears. I like the Bears out of I like the Bears out of all those at home. I do too. This feels like it's a game where Atlanta's going to shit the bed and not do it. It's like a Bijan eight touch game. Yeah. I, I don't know about that, but the Bears have been so, so much better. Very good defensively. Mm-hmm. They're at home. It's the Falcons. What do you think, Matt? Maybe Rams. I'm going to go with the Bears. The Giants. Uh, Bears. Okay. I'm going to take the Bears going against Atlanta. Um, I don't give a shit if it's Taylor Heineke or or that other asshole that's proven he can't play in the league. The Bears defense as the season has gone along has, has improved drastically. They are one hell of a defensive unit there. Um, we've got them ranked six this week. And, and if I had to choose amongst all them, I'm confidently starting Chicago. Yep. Agreed. Good luck, George. Yeah. He also has the Chiefs available, but I think I'd still play the Bears over the Chiefs against, yeah. uh, especially if Chase plays. And he was what? He was limited today. Yeah. I saw Kevin T. Higgins in my second flex this week. Don't really have any other options. Would be like, what? Would be like Hollywood. Doubt he plays Spears or London. I'm not starting London. Spears, I think, is like a, a low-end running back three this week. T. Higgins, look, if if Chase doesn't play, he's he's going to see a lot of Snead, and Snead has been fantastic this year. Um, but those two options that you have, or those three options down there, I don't know that I would start any of them. I would... I'd listen to an argument for Spears, but I don't know how much I'd buy into it. I feel like this is like your your this is that tinker period, Kevin, where you start yeah. and you look and, and and it's just like Matt was kind of doing this weekend with uh, his Pickens mistake. Um, all the data. It was said, the right choice. You know, it, it was, was all the, the right data choice. said. I'm I'm defending you. I'm defending you. Um, but I think I still think Higgins is your your best bet on all those you, you you get caught up in in thinking and digging and looking and sometimes you you just end up fucking yourself i don't like i definitely don't like london i don't think spears will get enough touches to warrant the points you're looking for they're going against houston as well yeah that that's not a recipe for success nope go with higgins you're you're you know you're gonna hold your nose and do it but again Spears no, London no, Hollywood no. You're you're hoping he breaks one or or scores a touchdown or or something. But I I'm starting him with more confidence than than any of those other guys, for sure. Agreed. Don't outsmart yourself. Yeah, 
Um, another player for the Dolphins, Ravens might be good. Zay Flowers. Mm -hmm. Maybe had season high 13 targets last week. Uh, he now has four end zone targets since Andrews got hurt um, after having zero when Andrews was around. That's nice. You like that. Um, I do. But with Jalen Ramsey around and that defensive backfield, Miami could be tough, but I still like him for some, for at least eight or eight targets this week. Yeah. Maybe seven. I'll say seven. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it's going to be tough on the outside for both him and OBJ. You know, we've talked about Ramsey. Xavier Howard is no slouch himself. Yeah. Um, but it's not like they're just not going to throw the ball. Yeah. And Isaiah likely is not the answer. <laughs> no. Nope. Flowers only not. needs nine, 90 yards to break the, uh, the Ravens rookie receiving record of uh, 841 set by... What was the question? I missed it. <laughs> I have no idea. I was already reading at the next thing I was going to talk yeah. about. So, well, Flower, Flowers only needs 90 yards to set the, uh, to break the Ravens rookie receiving record. Tori Smith. Yeah. Fuck. Yep. Damn. Tori right Smith. That was right there. Oh, well. Yep. All right. We're running past here. Yeah. Let's um, move on. Saints. At Bucks, Matt chose this game for the uh, NFC division. Um, word I can't think of. South. South? <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Um, Jesus, Baker Mayfield's been on fire. Uh, Remember when you there. said you weren't high enough before the before we were on here? Yeah, I uh, I just perfect. Um, <laughs> Mayfield's now thrown. He's in the slot. Mayfield has now thrown multiple touchdowns in seven of his past nine games. He's pacing for a career high in percentage percent per completion percentage. Jeez, I can't talk. Um, Saints, they're kind of tough against quarter pass. You know, passing points they've only averaged what twelve a game, six in the league, um, but they've allowed some big points to Stafford, Goff. Um, not big points, decent points. Mm -hmm. um, you like? Do you like Mayfield this week at Saints? Yes, I do. Yeah, I like him a lot. That Saints that Saints defense has not been has just been getting worse and worse as the season's gone on. So, um, these two teams have combined to win the past six division NFC South division championships. Um, Bucks can clinch if they win, and they'll get a home playoff game and potentially. Be a nine and eight. They won't be an under five hundred division winner, but uh, right, they'd be hosting a playoff game probably against the Cowboys, most likely. So, um, these teams have kind of gone back and forth over the past few years, um, trying to control the division. But I, I kind of round roundabouted your question, but I do think Baker's going to have a good game against that Saints secondary. That they played in Week Four, and he threw three touchdowns. He's a different they quarterback have now, man. Well, we the Saints were different defense. The Saints was defense yeah. was extremely healthier than it is now at that time. That's the only game this season that New Orleans has given up more than two touchdown passes. And it was in Baker. New Orleans. Yeah. I like Baker this week. Damn. You know, you were you were talking about them being stingy earlier. Look at the teams they played. Carolina, the Giants, Atlanta. Yeah. Those those passing offenses aren't scaring anybody. 
they played Stafford and got their dicks knocked in the dirt. I'm not a huge Baker guy, but but he's been playing damn well. He's a QB nine since week 12. Um, I, I think they just have too much firepower for the Saints. I like Rashad White this week as a volume-based RB1. Um, they're, they, they're, they're vulnerable to, to running backs here lately. This isn't the, the Saints defense of old that we're used to seeing over the past several years being an incredibly stingy. Uh, I think I mentioned Tuesday, I'm kind of disappointed. I don't get to see uh, Marshawn Lattimore and, and Mike Evans go at it. Um, I like him. I, I like Mike Evans. You know, I, I really like this whole offense for uh, Tampa minus, you know, Kate Otten. Chris Godwin, I'm not thrilled to start. He does have 10 plus points in three straight games. So he's he's coming on a, a little bit. We'll see. I mean, if you have to start him, look, you you do what you got to do. You're hoping for another 10 points out of him. Mike Evans, I'm, I'm throwing out there with confidence. I think he's a mid-wide receiver one this week. Uh, Hall of Kevin's, Famer, Mike uh, Evans. Future Saints Hall of Famer, gotta, Mike Evans. Saints got to fire their coach. Imagine if Wilson Alava had good QBs. Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah, Dennis coach Allen's a good, Dennis Allen's a good defense coordinator, but not, not a good head coach. Coach didn't sign card to... Uh... Four years, hundred and sixty million. Well, not the coach's fault. Oh well. You having fun there, Kyle? Uh my mouse moved. I don't know what happened there. Hey Randy, how you doing? Welcome back to the show. Jerome Ford or Chuba Hubbard? Ugh. I don't really like I've kind I was kinda high on Chuba Hubbard, but you know, the Jaguars, they can't stop the pass for shit, but they've still been stout against the run. Uh three point seven yards per carry to running backs fifth in the league um i don't know and hubbard doesn't they the uh passes out of the backfield yeah jaguars can't do it but chuba hubbard doesn't do that yeah He's and the way like, to beat the the way to beat the ahead. jets is on the ground um so jerome ford is kind of primed but he's been splitting carries more and more um and not getting the the share that he has in the past this sounds like a let's go to the rankings with matt <laughs> so i'm going chuba hubbard he's our running back 23 this week jerome ford is down at running back 31 and that is a product of opportunity touches right? jerome, yeah. you know looking at chuba hubbard over the past four weeks he's taking 70 percent of the rush attempts he's running uh 45 of routes so he's out there, he's making moves, he, he's playing 70% of snaps, he's out there all the damn time. And when you're dealing with a decision like this, where it's two guys who are just kind of okay, take the dude who's going to have more opportunity to do something. Yeah, um, that makes sense. Over the past five weeks, he's had 110 total touches. That's just third in the NFL and run, among running backs behind Kyron Williams and Rashad White. It's almost like the Panthers got a new coach and decided to go with the players that give them the best chance to win. Yeah, I mean, it's not like they have their first-round pick, so who cares? Well, what the hell is Bryce Young doing out there then? (laughs) (laughs) He's better Uh, than Getting experience, I suppose. Uh, Yeah, Chuba Hubbard for us, man. Uh, Randy, good luck with your uh, matchup this week. Hopefully you can get yourself a championship if you're at that point in your league. Um. Any more? I think Derek Carr's got a good matchup. 
Yeah, I certainly do. That's why he's my ace this week. Yeah, Bucks have allowed <laughs> 250 yards passing in four of six games uh, in three straight. They're bottom third in the league against QBs. Um, yeah, if that I, doesn't I think get you he, excited to stream Carr this week, I don't know what will. Yeah, it. I think he's a, a mid QB two with upside, depending on how this game goes. Yeah, and 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 you know we've seen Tampa Bay and their their new pass funnel defense they have there, so not very good. So if you had to choose, who would you rather start, Rashad White or Alvin Kamara? White. Yeah, I'd go White. Also, he's been playing really well. It's 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 the touches and the opportunities. I know Alvin Kamara's not far behind there, but uh, some of the game scripts has kind of taken him out recently. I like Kamara to score a touchdown this week. Um, Buccaneers are bottom third in red zone points allowed to running backs this season, so I think he's got a good chance there. Um, I'm going to go with White too. Just what we were just talking about. Go with the opportunity. Yeah. yeah. Bucks are allowing 9.8 rushing points per game to back six in the league. They played in week four. Kamara rushed 11 times for 51 uh, yards. That's the game he caught 13 um, receptions that day, but or that game, but it was only for 33 yards. He didn't do shit with it. I expect Carr to throw the ball downfield more in this rematch than he did in week four. Nobody Piss agrees. on Derek Carr. <laughs> <laughs> Um, um let's move and on you're, and, and you're starting Alave, and you're starting evans and you know and godwin uh, maybe maybe godwin hasn't yeah. played in the slot as much as he has in years past it's only like a third of his snaps are in the slot this year it's different the last few years oh, i i thought that it was going to be godwin that had the connection with baker coming into the same. year same yep and it was not, except for that game a couple weeks ago. All right, Steelers, Seahawks. Ugh. Two eight and seven teams. <laughs> the teams that won't die. Yeah. <laughs> In, Shit is, Hawks. Is Mason Rudolph going to... He's starting again. Ugh. Yeah, he know. is. Uh, it, it looks like a good matchup on paper. It does, um, I don't think so. They, they've been, the Rams have been, uh, or I'm sorry, the, the Steelers, I don't know why in the hell I wrote Rams and I say everything I see here. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't trust Mason Rudolph as far as I could throw him. I don't trust George Pickens. Like that shit ain't happening again. If you have George Pickens, don't slam him in your lineup chasing last week's stats. That shit ain't going to happen again. I promise you that. No. If that shit they're, happens again, I'm done. I give up. They're, I ain't giving anybody any advice and anything at all for the rest of my life because clearly I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. The the Steelers' <laughs> two biggest passing games this season have both come against the Bengals. Don't start him. Definitely don't. All right, what do we got here? Ray Gamer. Welcome back to the show, man. Gerald Everett versus Broncos on the road. Kraft versus Vikings on the road. Uh, Oconquo versus the Texans on the road or Juwan Johnson versus the Bucks on the road. Pick two in a standard. Oh, hold on. That's a second question. Yep. 
I like Ger- uh, Gerald Everett. He's got uh, eight thing. targets each of the last three weeks. The Broncos are dead last against tight ends. Yep. You've got Easton Stick in there who, look, he, he's not Justin Herbert. If Gerald <laughs> Everett can get open. <laughs> it's kind. Right. <laughs> you know, I, I trust him to to get him the ball. Keenan Allen, like, who knows what the hell is, is going on with him. They might as well just shut his ass down. Um like there's really nobody else to throw to. I like Gerald Everett and I like uh, Austin Eckler this week. And, and that's pretty much all I like in that uh, Chargers offense. But just given the other options you've got here, I think Everett has the best chance to get you some success and the points you need to go win that ship, Ray. Yeah, I think you said that perfectly. I, I second that. It is confirmed. And... Ray pick two in standard six points per touchdown. Brees Hall, Jaden Reed, Brandon Cooks, D. Robinson, or Zamir White. Zamir White versus the Colts. Ooh, I like Zamir White against the Colts if, yep. if Jacobs doesn't yep. play. Same. Yep. Yep. Um, Jaden Reed. We still don't know if he's going to play. Cooks is so hit and miss that. Somebody that might have added him as an ace is really taking a long shot. I mean, it's it's <laughs> boom or bust with him, and he's so touchdown dependent, right? Like, yeah, yep. I mean, a matchup's good with the Lions, but out of all these yeah. players listed here, I, I I will concur. Samir White's the way to go if if Josh is out. We need to pick one more. I almost think Brees, just because he's oh, we get do need such a big him. volume. Yeah. And I get that it's a standard league and, and you're not going to get the, the points for the receptions he's going to get, but he's going to get receptions and he can do something with the ball once mm-hmm. he gets it. I trust him to to get you eight points more than I trust Jaden Reed or or Brandon Cooks. Uh, his other starters are going to be Hertz, Eckler, Montgomery, Brandon Aubrey, and Brown's defense, and Olave. Yeah, That's sucks pretty good. To- Put in a it's running back against your defense. Yeah. Yeah. There's that. Your sister. But uh, I mean, to me, that's not a reason to sit Brees Hall. Exactly. No, because because Brees Hall could have 85 yards and a touchdown, and the it could be the only touchdown the Jets score. Yeah. So, hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going, cool. I'm going with the two running backs there, Ray. Yep. Agree. Good luck with your matchup, Ray, man. Get yourself, get yourself a championship, get yourself a trophy. So, um, go ahead. Do you guys know what would happen if the Steelers win this game against the Seahawks? Nope. Mike Tomlin would have a winning season. Did you know that no. Mike Tomlin's never not had a winning season? I had no idea. Uh, yeah. Did you know that he is the only third coach of the Steelers in the last five decades? <laughs> 76 years. Yeah. <laughs> um, but getting serious here, Kenneth Walker. I like him uh, this week against mm-hmm. uh, Pittsburgh. They've been vulnerable to backs as of late. Um, they allowed 74 yards to Cincinnati backs last week, but um, your, your Zach Moss destroyed them early Zeke Elliott they allowed 140 yards uh, 130 yards to the Arizona backfield uh, as well these games in the last three weeks so I really like Kenneth Walker this week he gets a lot of touches too at least you know a 17 would be a, mi- a low end I would think or mm-hmm. probably right about right 15 to 20 yeah I like Najee in this game too 
he seems to be playing better with um, Mason Rudolph back there just because they can actually throw the ball. I know that Mason Rudolph's not the not the answer at quarterback, but it, it has opened up that running game for Pittsburgh, and I think Najee's going to have a decent game. So, Yeah, he, he's a volume-based yeah. player. I think he will have a decent game if Pittsburgh can control the game script. Um, when they're tied or ahead this season, uh, he out-touches Warren 113-71. to 71. Um, but when they're behind, it's not good for Najee. I, I just uh, I see them playing from behind in this game. Mm-hmm. Might be rough for Najee. I mean, the Shithawks have allowed nearly 500 yards rushing in the past four weeks and, and three true. touchdowns. We'll so see. There, there's opportunity there on there the ground, is. but it's going to be game script dependent. Yeah. Yep. Definitely. Um, I think it's going to be an ugly game. Probably. I'm out on Gino or Block or whoever the hell they run out there. I don't really give Gino. two shits. <laughs> I think I like <laughs> Pittsburgh plus three and a half, though. It feels like one of those games Seattle's just going to squeak by. Yeah. Um. Also, I like is I think you start Matt Calf. Yeah, yeah he's gonna be shadowed by Porter. That's a tough matchup. Yeah, that's he's still just good. Um, JSN has just come up uh, over the season as well. He hasn't posted more than sixty some yards, sixty three yards in a game, but um, he's a positive draw um, this week. Been what, second on the team with targets, twenty four percent of targets against man coverage. Pittsburgh plays a lot of man coverage. They do, and and the Steelers have been, um, you know, a, a top defense against wide receivers here over the past month. I do think Lockett, if they can get him matched up on on Peterson with the right play call, could do a little bit of damage. Um, I'm not really running any of those receivers out there just jumping for joy. I think DK is their best option, and, and he's a, a mid-wide receiver too. Yeah, do you start Pickens this week or? <laughs> yep, I, I want Wither- another forty points. All right, Devin Witherspoon's tracking to be back as well this week, so uh, yeah, don't do that. That's actually <laughs> my lock. It's is a uh, Pickens under two hundred and sixty or two power man. He had two hundred ninety-five, <laughs> hundred ninety-five yards receiving. <laughs> That's a good one. That's solid. That's under, firmly <laughs> under. Now, if I have to play a receiver, I'm playing Deontay Johnson. Um, you might see a, a bit of Witherspoon too. Just there, there's there's nobody in that passing offense though that I'm really thrilled about. And if you find you're you're having to start one of those two Pickens or or Johnson, congratulations on making it this far with them because you are one hell of a fantasy <laughs> manager. <laughs> Uh, um, uh, Friar Muth, I wouldn't start him this week if you could help it. Yeah, that's all I got. That's all I got, man. Doesn't Pittsburgh to... feel like a doesn't Pittsburgh feel like a place that uh Russ Wilson's going to play next year? Or Atlanta? Yeah, yeah. Matt said Atlanta. That's not a bad guess either. Falcons going to head. Let's fly. He's gonna. He's <laughs> gonna. He's gonna, <laughs> he's gonna head east after spending. Well, it's career out west. Yeah. yeah, you never know. Yeah. All right, let's get into our uh, aces and deuces. Anybody want to go first? Don't all jump at once, fellas. I'll go since I've already talked about mine. He'll make it quick. Sure. My cool. first ace is 
Bucks quarterback maker Baker Mayfield, as we talked about, he is hot right now, and he's going against a uh, Saints uh, defense that has kind of fallen off as the year goes on. Still decent defense, but he's just been so hot that I'm going to ride the hot hand and, and play him as my ace this year, this week. So if you've got him, put him in your lineup. Um, their pass, the Saints pass rush has kind of fallen off too. Um, so uh, with with the weapons that he has, and just for whatever reason, he seems to kind of have put it all together this year with the Buccaneers. I think Baker's going to have a good game. So he's my first ace. My second ace, this one's a bit of a risky one. Cowboys wide receiver, Brandon Cooks. And I think this is more about the Lions secondary than it is about Brandon Cooks' ability to to produce a big game on a consistent basis. Um, CD's going to get his, but if this game goes um, to, to kind of a shootout, I look for Brandon Cooks to have a decent game. And as I mentioned before, it's very touchdown dependent. But if he gets that touchdown, he's going to give you really good production. So that's why he's my ace. I'm going to I'm going to lean on him this week. Yeah, that's ballsy at 35 and 45. Yeah, super yeah. ballsy. Thank you. Let's hear <laughs> yours, on. Kyle. Speaking uh, of ballsy. Oh. All right, I'll go with mine. Why the hell not? Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to beat Matt. <laughs> Christian McCaffrey. Uh, no, no, I've not, I haven't picked him all season. That's 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 <laughs> not a good one. Uh, my first one is Saints quarterback Derek Carr. Been pretty solid over the last couple of weeks. He's been averaging almost 269 passing yards, and he threw for three touchdowns in both games. Got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They're giving up a high NFL high of 264 passing yards a game. As long as he can take care of the ball, I, I like him this week. What I say? That was Matt. No, he was saying what I was thinking. And then uh, Brandon Ayuk, he's a must-start option this week against the Commanders. Whoa! Uh, I know. I, I went out of stretch on this one. Uh, <laughs> second most yards. Washington has allowed the second most yards touchdowns and fantasy points per game to wide receivers. Um, yeah. And the, the, the Redskins really struggle against the long ball, and that's Ayuk's specialty. Commanders. They're not... Oh, God, did I say Redskins? Yeah, you just said it again, Damn. too. You in one of your tirades. Yeah. Uh, I, and, I'll always, and I always say, like, for the Raiders, I say Oakland a lot. I'll say San Diego a lot. I just you grow up, and it's this way for years, and everything changes anyway go ahead okay grandpa this doesn't make oh, yeah. it okay now yeah damn boomer yeah <laughs> he's gonna be in the memory care ward soon mm. <laughs> all right so for my first ace and, and i'm really kind of questioning if the uh the branch is strong enough to hold my fat ass up uh, that i'm going out on here <laughs> justin jefferson wow <laughs> Yeah, um, the, the Packers uh, are just getting destroyed through the air over the last month. Jair Alexander just got suspended for being a dipshit. And this is, I mean, a must win home game if they have any thought of making the playoffs. I see they are going to run Jaron Hall out there. We'll see how it works out. Next pick, DeAndre Swift. Um Cardinals have been getting killed on the ground lately, giving up 188 rushing yards a game and, and three touchdowns over the past four games. If there's ever a, a huge game in DeAndre Swift, this is going to be it. Nice. Is this, is this the uh, Aces and Deuces version of playing prevent defense? Yes, yes. it absolutely is. I have the lead, and I'm going to maintain it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I saw that pick come through, and I'm like, this is my... <laughs> anyway, let's run around uh, around. Go, go ahead. My, 
My first deuce is Browns quarterback Joe Flacco. Um, he's been really good, and Kyle threw out some stats. If you project his uh, production out over 17 games, he's on pace for like 5,500 yards and what 60 touchdowns with 30 or picks, 43 touchdowns, 43, and 30 yeah, pick, 30 yeah. picks, 30 <laughs> season. I think he'll have a decent game, but I don't think he's going to do well against that Jets defense, especially because the re the way to beat the Jets defense is on the ground. So I think he'll not that I think he's going to shit the bed by any means, but he's not going to have 300 yards and three touchdowns and Amari Cooper being out the last hour, hour and a half or so really helps this pick too. So I just think that the Browns offense is going to do enough to get in and get out with a victory. So not put up a ton of points tonight. So my second one bears running back Khalil Herbert. <laughs> he had a decent game last week, um, but that the Bears, the Bears offensive uh, coordinator and offensive game plan does not uh, consider it to fantasy football. They have a three headed. I'm not going to say monster, but they have a three headed backfield <laughs> there. Uh, monster would be too kind yeah, to them. So nice. um, Don, Deontay Foreman looks to be coming back. So I would not count on uh, Herbert to have any any kind of consistent production at all the way just just going off historically what the bears um running game has looked like this season it seems like it's just a revolving door and they don't care who gets the production as long as um your name's not justin fields you're just not going to touch the ball on the ground that much so uh don't fade khalil herbert this week yeah because he had 20 touches i think last week yeah he had a he had a really good game um yeah. but it's just i don't know they just don't want to stick with one back which i guess is fine but it's not, not fine for right. fantasy. Damn it. Get no, it's not. No, it's not the program bears. Yeah. But all right. Uh, my first deuce is Titans running back Derrick Henry. He already faced the Texans a couple weeks ago and did garbage. Um, they haven't, the Texans haven't allowed a running back to rush for more than 56 yards in their uh, past five games. That includes uh, meetings with Etienne, Javante Williams, Brees Hall, Derrick Henry, of course, and Jerome Ford. Uh, I don't, I just don't like him. Don't start him. And in all the years past, the last few years past, you always started Derrick Henry against the Texans. Always. Mm -hmm. And um, the Jags. Yeah, and the Jags. Uh, but Real he's quick. Just, he's, yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. But no, we. I want to go back to Tuesday. We talked about the Cowboys and how Tony Pollard needs. Derrick Henry would be good on the on the Cowboys as that first and second. Yeah, back. sure. Yep. So, yep. I like it. Um, but yeah, Henry's just not good this week. He only averages 10.1 PPR points per game in seven road outings this year. You need him to score. I can see it happening. Uh, my second one, Saquon Barkley, uh, Giants running back. Listen, I get it. It's difficult to bench him in, in the majority of leagues, um, but uh, it's also difficult to use a running back against the Rams lately. Uh, they're number two in fantasy, fewest, fewest fantasy points allowed to running backs. Um, they're number one against the position in the last five games. It's a no go, but it's tough. It's Barkley. You probably should start him, but don't expect much. Matt. You know, who's also been badass against the run, the Detroit lions. And that spells bad news for Tony Pollard. He ain't going to do dick this week. <laughs> I, I promise you that. I promise you that. And even if they get down into the red zone and on the goal line, he still ain't doing shit. He's got like two touchdowns on 15 attempts. He ain't doing nothing. The way to beat the Lions is through the air. They have a more than competent pass offense with Dak and C.D. Lamb and, and Brandon Cooks. Tony Pollard, he's one of my biggest busts of the year. 
Like, dude just has not been doing it. If you need a floor of, of you know, if you just need 10 points, you need 11 points, like, uh, all right, I'll entertain it. The big thing is, like, who knows if you really have somebody better available on your bench to put in. I'm not saying necessarily have to bench him. Just lower your damn expectations. It was kind of long-winded. Mm-hmm. My bit. second deuce, Jordan Love. Vikings blitz more than anybody else, and Jordan Love really, really, really struggles when he is pressured. He is going to see an ass load of pressure this week. The Vi- I mean, the, the Vikings have to win this game if they want to make the playoffs. I mean, the Packers are, are still in the hunt, too. Um, he looked like ass in his first game against Minnesota. I mean, it was arguably arguably his worst game of the season. I'm not looking for him to do a whole hell of a lot better this time around either, especially with all the injuries that they've had uh, at the wide receiver position. Nice. Who's got a good bet? I got a good one. It's kind of out there, but I like it. I'm going to take the Panthers plus six and a half at the Jaguars. Jaguars. Six now. Oh, dang it. Dang. Why do I? Inf- <laughs> I I'm that. influencing the line. I This is not. I'm taking them at six and a half. I'll take them at six, too. What the <laughs> hell? Um, the Jaguars look like a sinking ship. Trevor Lawrence may not play. His latest injury is that AC joint um, sprain that that put Anthony Richardson on the on the surgery table. But he's he's shown that he can come back, but his play has also shown that it, the injuries are really starting to, to pile up against him. And, and between that, the the receiving depth taking a hit with Christian Kirk being out, uh, ETN not being the running back he was at the start of the year, and just that the Panthers seem to play a little bit more um, uh, fiery with passion, playing a little bit better since firing their coach. If you're looking for one, I got nothing to lose. I'm not going to win this competition. So let's swing for the fences. Let's go Panthers plus six. Nice. 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 Uh, All right. My lock. I went a little crazy. We'll see what you guys think about this one. But I say uh, Raiders at Colts goes over. Indianapolis is tied with the Lions, actually, with a league best 10 and 5 to the over this season. And they've had 43 or more points scored in each of their last four home games. I think the Raiders offense, what are they, like 25th ranked or something, they should have an easier time versus uh, the below average Colts defense. It's indoors. I see it going over. All right. Don't let him bullshit you folks, because his original lock was Niners on the money line over the Cubs. Oh. The fuck, yeah. the fuck it was. Could you imagine if we would have done? Oh, Jesus! I, if you guys would have sent that over, I'd have just laughed you out and said, "Send another one." All right, my lock of the week: Lions plus five and a half at the Cowboys. And look, you're, you're going to hear this all the time. Bet with your head, not your heart. This week, fuck that. Lions are going to Dallas. I've already shit all over Tony Pollard. Might as well shit all over the rest of the team. Lions are going down there and getting a dub. That'd be a big Outright. road win at the end of the season. Uh, uh, or, you know, not the last week, but I love it. I hope, I hope it happens. I do too. You and me both. Yeah. Cool. All right. Oh. Reborn Jungle is here. What's up, man? Welcome back to the show. Uh, leaving this pretty late. <laughs> Start to running back. Oh, yeah. We're shoot. Uh, Brees, JT, or Bijan? I'm starting Bijan for sure. 
Well, I mean, against the Bears, you still are, I think. Yeah, I'm going to go with JT and Bijan. Just because of Bijan's receptions, of you know, out of the back. I, I, I still like JT or Bijan, both. I'll go JT, but I'm going to go Brees. I think Brees is the only way the Jets' offense operates tonight. So I know the, the Browns' defense is bad. It'd be, it's... Bijan's not a bad option by any means, but I would I would go with Brees. But if you go Bijan, you you don't have to argue it to me to to go with Bijan. But JT for sure, just because of his history against the Raiders, and they're going to run the ball a lot. He, curr- he currently has JT and Brees in, so he must be in your line of thinking there. And which is, is not necessarily is, a good thing, right? But this is the Arthur Smith coached. Atlanta Falcons uh, <laughs> could just give Bijan eight or nine touches. That is true. And I don't know what the weather's going to look like this weekend either. It sucks that you got your other guy going tonight, but um, yeah, it's tough. And Merry Christmas as well. Yeah. <clears throat> good luck, bro. Um, yeah, good luck, man. I know we're kind of split there a little bit, but don't think about it too much. Yeah. You have JT and Breeson. I leave it if I'm you. Did you just change yours? I did. did. Okay. Sure did. I hate uh, Arthur Smith. He's going to get canned because he can't use his guys right. Yeah. I like JT and Brees. And then later tonight at 11 o'clock, there'll be a text and it'll be like, Brees had seven points. Uh, (laughs) Dubo joining at the last second, getting in, man. Go Lions. Thanks, man. Appreciate that. He's been here. Has he? Oh, my bad. Oh, I I must have missed it. Day one. He's a day one. I I suck. (laughs) I'm sorry. I apologize, man. All right, let's go watch some football, I guess, if you can call it that. Let's do it. Cool. Uh, We'll be back, uh, what, Sunday? Sunday at 1130 for Tinker Time. Help you win that uh, championship. So 11.30 a.m. Eastern. Rankings are already up on the website, stonedonsportspodcast.com. Check those out to help you out. Always uh, hit us up on the comments on this video um, or through the socials. We'll help you anytime, any day, uh, so you can get that championship this week. Otherwise, I think we're out. We'll see you guys on Sunday morning at 11.30. Have a great night, folks. A.M. Eastern. Standard. Bye. I know.